0: Welcome to That'll Preach. We are back with Talk To Me Like I'm Five. It is Paul and I's attempt to be relevant by uh, taking questions from kids. Not necessarily five-year-olds, but just, you know, kids who have really deep questions. And uh, kids do ask some of the deepest questions, don't they? Paul, were you were you a deep question asker when you were a kid? I was. I used to think that I was the only person who existed. I was a solipsist. You were a narcissist.
1: <laughs> you really thought you were the only person that existed? I thought that I was like the only mind and no one else had any, like everyone was just fake or of my. like I was in the matrix sort of thing. How did you make it through school? I uh, convinced all my other friends that I was the
0: only one Let who existed. Let me ask you, how old were you when you realized that there were other human beings that existed? And it they were just figments of your imagination? It was a very short phase. It lasted a couple of weeks. 25, 26? This was last week. This
1: was last week? I still don't know that you exist.
0: Wow, man. How did you, what made you think that? I was just like a brilliant... Prodigy, yeah, brilliant's the word. Right. No, I, I definitely
1: just needed more friends growing up.
0: Well, and well, it wouldn't have mattered even if you had made more friends; they would have just all been a figment of your imagination, anyways.
1: It's it, like it's so funny. I actually tried to convince my siblings that they were the only ones who existed too. That's hilarious. <laughs> my solipsism was not consistent when I was a wow. kid. Wow.
0: Well, that's a very interesting thing to learn about you, Paul. I feel like I learn something new about you every day. Every podcast. Every podcast. But uh, Paul's actually here with us live again. He made the trek over because he's going to be going on a road trip to Minnesota for God knows what reason. But uh, Friendship yeah, calls. I know. I mean, you've been flying around the whole world. You were in England and Ireland and... No, just Scotland. Scotland and all those lands. And uh, now you're back here. Now back in the good old U.S. of A. Can you believe it? Jesus' country. That's right. That's right. Well, we, well, uh, let's get to some of these questions. That's what that's what the people pay us the big bucks for. Let's do it. And uh, we got a couple questions from these are real kids that are sending these in, real live children of people. <laughs> and uh, but uh, our title's a little misleading. Don't actually like play this for your five year old because they're not going to understand. We. No, they should. They should. Maybe. It'll be good. It'll be good. It'll disperse some good conversations. this, This is totally just playing on people's emotions by having kids ask questions and hopefully that'll be a fun thing, but that's all we we do this for. We do this for the money and the emotions and Mm -hmm. the emotions. Um, But uh, so what we do is we'll we'll play a little clip of these questions that were submitted in. If you have a youngster who has got a great question and you would like it to be on the podcast, make sure you send it in. You can follow us at that'll preach podcast on uh, Instagram. If you're on the gram and you can uh, DM us with the, uh, any questions you have, and uh, you could even. Do we have an Instagram. We do. Oh my gosh! Paul, do you even have an Instagram? I don't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Never. Well, I
0: would rather chop off my own arm. Really? Yeah. Why, why? Why would you rather? That's that's a little extreme. I think that's a little extreme. Hey man, Jesus said, "Chop off your arm rather than get an Instagram." Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, let's get let to me the let me go find this little clip here. So uh, let's see. I'm asking my mom if I fell down is Jesus gonna get hurt too and is Jesus walking with me when I walk okay so we got uh, those are two questions those are actually Brian's questions and yeah, that's Brian's I know voice. I did that. <laughs> it's pretty convincing isn't it um, I would do it for you again but I'm tired there of you go doing it so well anyway so but do you want to synthesize the question yes he's asking. Does Jesus hurt? Does the I guess the, when we feel pain, does Jesus also feel that pain? Mm. And I guess connected to that is is he walking with us in some way? Is he maybe it's really kind of an asking about Jesus Jesus's presence with us? Yeah, something like that. And uh, that's a tough question. I um, <laughs> there's a I lot mean, of deep incarnation. Yeah, Human we. Physics here. This is off the cuff, guys. So if we say something, if we say something heretical, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Excommunicate us? <laughs> no, you can't do that. Um, we're going to try uh, to remain within the bounds of orthodoxy here. That's but, a really um, low bar, but okay. yeah, I know. Okay, so let's think. Maybe we'll think about that first one. I'm thinking Does, of the the high priest who can empathize,
1: who knows our suffering. Passage. That's Hebrews the clearest something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hebrews passage about. So we have a high priest who can empathize with us. He knows how we suffer because he himself suffered in very similar ways to us. And so there is a kind of sense in which, yeah, when I hurt, Jesus hurts in one sense because he he experienced pain. He experienced loss. He mourned. He scraped his knees as a kid, all these kinds of things. And so part of the incarnation is uh God coming into our suffering, and God coming into our hurt. So there is a there's a sense in which that's true. And I, th- I think we can't affirm that as Christians.
0: So you're talking. OK, so you're bringing up the high priest thing. Right. So there's a there's the there's an empathy, I guess you could say, where Jesus knows what it's like to be human. Mm-hmm. He knows not what it's like to sin, but he knows what it's like to experienced the frailty of human life he knows what it means to be tired to be hungry to be thirsty to feel physical pain obviously at the cross he felt an incredible physical physical pain so in that sense he knows he knows what it's like when you get hurt physically but it's not like he it's not like as if you pricked yourself he would be in heaven going ouch right 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 <laughs> it's not like what would that word be a uh He wouldn't vicariously feel it through you or something like that. Yeah. Because he's a separate person than you or a separate.
1: But he can sympathize. And I think that's important. The the Hebrews passage says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness. Right. um, But in every respect has been tested as we are yet is without sin. And then it says, let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness. So because we know that Jesus went through the same sorts of things that we did, that should give us a confidence in, Petitioning and asking him for
0: help, there right?
1: That's 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 pretty solid.
0: Yeah, yeah. That uh, and great. I think it. You know, again, he doesn't feel pain now. Now, right. In, right. in in the moment that we feel it or something like that, but it, I guess it's two senses of feeling. Right. He understands our experience without experiencing our experience as it happens. Yeah. I guess you would say.
1: And and there are times where it's very difficult for, like, for me to relate to something someone's going through because I've never been through that. And I think the, the comfort that scripture is giving us is, no, there's a sense in which Jesus has gone through a lot of the same things we have. And so he can
0: relate with and sympathize with us. That should be a source of comfort. I, I know there's also talk about, I think sometimes people take it too far with the high priest thing. Like, oh, Jesus knows. It's almost like Jesus sinned in every way or he He knows. yeah the experience of sin in every way. And I don't think that that's what that passage is saying. I think it's simply making the claim that he experienced the general, um, oh well, yeah, I guess that's the thing. He doesn't know what it's like to sin. Right. But he does know what it's like to experience the frailty of human life, which is not sinful. It's just uh, finite or, 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 you know, Humble or something like right. that. So I think there's a distinction there because I think sometimes people will be like, oh, yeah, he experienced all these different kinds of sins or you know, he knows what it's like to sin in all these different ways. Or I don't know. So I've, I've heard yeah. things like that. Or even when he when he was tempted in various ways, I don't think that means he faced every single temptation known to man. No. Right. Right. I mean, he didn't face a temptation to like, you know internet pornography because there was no internet pornography or he never experienced. And
1: part of what it is to be tempted to do something is to have a desire for that thing. And so Jesus was never like truly tempted with genocide because Jesus was in no way. That's right. right? So, so we have to be careful when we frame these kinds of things and understand, I mean, that the incarnation is tricky. It's not, it's not always the clearest how to understand these sorts of things, but just to be a little bit careful with how we use our language when we talk about, the God Man in in Christ. Right, right.
0: Okay, okay. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Off the cuff, just totally. That was our first theology rub. from our hips. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, that should be our tagline. I know. <laughs> shooting yeah. theology from our hips. Yeah, exactly. Um Okay, so this next one, he was saying it was a, It's a little bit of a riff off of the original yeah, question, it but, into it. Mm-hmm. but but kind of uh, but a little bit different. He's saying, uh, is Jesus walking with me now? I can imagine it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, okay, what does it mean for Jesus to be with us? Like, and I get it. It's like, is he invisibly walking by us like a ghost and we can't see him? You know, Mm -hmm. if we walk through a door, is he going to walk through that door too? Mm -hmm. Is the door going to linger open a couple seconds longer than we think it should? Something like that. It's like the footsteps poem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The footsteps poem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, people don't know who the footsteps poem is it's like the there were two tracks there were two tracks of it's footprints like and, and then there was only
1: one yeah and then he was like jesus why did you leave you me?
0: Or, Oh, oh 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 what was it what's it actually jesus tempted with cannibalism in your version of the story right. i thought it was you got raptured
1: that's what it was yeah it's actually just pre-millennial propaganda exactly ppp
0: Pre- <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah um uh, anyway. what, what were we even talking about? Okay, so yeah, is Jesus walking with us? Yes. Well, he's not, okay, so this is getting into, okay, so maybe we should break this down. Okay, there's a couple things to think about. When we talk about Jesus, we're talking about one person with two natures. Mm-hmm. A divine nature and a human nature. Right. That's, that's basic orthodoxy. Right. Which means that Jesus Christ is God and Jesus Christ is a human male. Mm-hmm. And those two natures coexist without being mashed together, mixed together. Right. Yeah. But they're not two separate persons inhabiting a body. They're two natures in one person. Okay. So that's just, (laughs) that's just what Christianity is. So with that, regarding his human nature, he is not walking with us because as the risen Christ, he's still a human being. Mm -hmm. He's a glorified human being, but he's spatially located to be a human being is to be, Located in a certain fixed point of time and space. True. Right? So if Jesus is truly human, even after the resurrection, which he is, because we know he's going to come back as Mm -hmm. a human, um, then with respect to his human nature, he is not walking with us at all times. It is
1: true. That is true. But we also have the glorified body to reckon with. So Jesus' post-resurrection body can do some things that
0: his pre-resurrection body couldn't do. Sure. Such as walk through walls. But, th- but he's still, even when he's walking through a wall, he's still located in it. He can't, he's not walking through a thousand walls at the same time. I mean, he might, I don't know. I think this yeah. is where
1: we're, we're we're being a bit more Maybe. speculative. I like just here. think,
0: yeah, I'm kind of reasoning from like, what, think, are we, what are we talking about when he's still a real, I think there has to be an analogy of like,
1: well, he's sitting being. at the right
0: hand of the, father. Sure. Um, whatever that means, whatever that means. <laughs>
1: and I think, I do think that the, the church has historically spoken of Jesus's body as being located somewhere. And so yeah. he's not just like
0: we a dicey. ghost. We are getting dicey. Okay. So maybe we could maybe provisionally say, humanly he's not well no he's not physically walking by us all the time we would see him that's true okay so there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we Something talking more, about yeah. we're like, we're like, he might be <laughs> just it's just like he's really quick and when we look around he just like scurries away <laughs> um uh
1: okay slightly irreverent right there you, go. there you go okay
0: but but uh okay so jesus the risen christ the human being is not constantly walking around with us okay? right we don't we don't see that but in the but Great Commission, with us, right? In the Great Commission. He says, "I'll be with you always until the end of the age." Yeah. So, how is Jesus with us if He's not physically with us? So, there's another aspect with regard to His divine nature. If Jesus is God, then by definition, He's omnipresent. Mm-hmm. You know, he's present at all points in time and space. Right. He transcends creation. Mm-hmm. Everything you would say about God, you can say about Jesus because right. Jesus is God. Right. So, I guess with regard to that, yeah, I mean, He's. With us, I don't know, walking, walking assumes a kind of uh, an action. I don't know if you can conceptualize it that way, but there's a sense in which because Jesus is God, he is yes, with us. Yeah. he's always with us yeah. at all times, right. always present. Right. But if that's the case, then why does Jesus say, I will be with you always until the end of the age, as if it's like a new thing, like a reassuring thing. It's like, well, of course you're going to be with us. It seems to be something a little more direct and pointed. So when he says, I will be with you until the end of the age. Mm -hmm. He's not talking about it. He'll physically be walking around. Right. right? Because he obviously goes up to heaven. Yeah. I don't think he's merely saying because I'm God and God by nature is omnipresent. Yep. It's something, and I think it has to do with the Holy Spirit. I was just going to say, because there's
1: a tension in John 14 or 15 when Jesus says, it is better for you that I go so that the comforter will be sent to you. Talking about the Holy Spirit. So there's a tension there. Jesus says, I will go. There's a sense in which I will go and leave so that someone better will come. And then there's a sense in which I will be with you always until the end of the age. And here it's where I think those, that, that paradox is uh, solved by the Holy Spirit bringing us the presence of Christ or bringing us into the presence of Christ or mediating the presence of Christ
0: somehow in the redemptive work of the Trinity in human right. history. So when we say, in what sense is Christ present with us, right, walking with us, not physically, because that's till, that's not until his second coming. Not merely just by virtue of him being God, but mm-hmm. there's some kind of like I don't know. Maybe you would say a personal presence, a personal non-physical presence, a, a spirit. I guess a spiritual, spiritual presence. presence. Okay, so you're talking about the Lord's <laughs> Supper, the spiritual presence of Christ. <laughs> you know how you get out of being Catholic without your, being your totally like showing, non- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, the Lord's Supper. We're not just remembering Jesus, but He's here, but we don't want to say it's becoming his physical body and it's kind of the middle ground, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of rambling here. But it seems like what does the spirit do? The spirit brings the presence of the risen Christ Mm -hmm. to us, not just God, the son, not not just like, um, I don't know. This might be a terrible analogy. I'm thinking about like someone can be physically present in the room with you and yet be present in a different way, depending on whether they're looking at you and talking or sitting and facing away from you. In both senses, they could be occupying the same point in time and space, the yep. same matter, mass, all that stuff. And yet the presence on another level is completely different based upon- So you're saying your the person
1: facing you is like the Holy Spirit bringing, bringing you right, Jesus's presence. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because and, I don't think this is a, I don't think he's saying that pagans have the presence of Jesus with them. Even no, though, right, even though right. God, the son is, omnipresent everywhere in every nation in every religion
1: they're not communing with jesus right
0: Right. i think it's a communal fellowship kind of thing that the spirit brings so and it is better so like even when jesus was physically
1: walking on the earth there he could literally only be in one place at one time right like he couldn't heal one person until he walked to that village and did the healing but there's good point the, the better thing this is what jesus says it is actually better for you that i go so that the comforter will come and be with you always and forever and not just when my physical, spatial body is located with you, but I'm with you in all times, in all places, in all ways my power is made manifest. And it's a much better way of having Jesus with us. That's that's
0: Jesus' argument in John 14, 15, 16. So the answer would be, is Jesus walking with you now? He's not physically walking with you, but he is personally with you by the Holy Spirit because you're a Christian and you're adopted by God the Father. And you're the adopted. Spirit, yeah. yeah you, because you're adopted, period. Sorry to you know ruin your life. No, 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 no. The, the Spirit is the special presence of God, the relational presence of God that is beyond just God's omnipresence being at all points in space and time. Maybe that's the metaphysical presence of God. And this is like the f- uh, fellowship. Personal <laughs> presence of God, something like that, <laughs> uh, to use precise terms. So uh, there's a spiritual presence in which he is walking with us. Yes. Yeah, according to the Great Commission, I'll be with you to the end of the age. Yeah. And the promise in John 14. It's 14, right? Yeah. Yeah, John 14 about the comforter coming. And, that's, it's, it's, and it's better than better. the yeah. physical Right, right, out. right. Yeah. So it's even better. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. better yeah. now yeah. than if Jesus were walking with you personally because you have the spirit and oh, uh yeah. there you go yeah that's good Those that was great, great questions there yeah really made us yeah, thank these, these are excellent questions if you guys have more questions we'd love to hear from them again send us a message uh, at that'll preach podcast instagram handle we'd love to hear from you and any questions that you might have from your kids or you could just send in a question that you have and just pretend like it was your kid that works too that works too fair enough see you guys next week